enemy meant for evil and turned it for good. That's such a great message. I'm going to see a victory. It kind of goes right along with what the message is today. Um, I'm going to kind of just jump right into it. Psalms 27. We're going to read the entire psalm throughout the course of the day. I kind of want to go through it one time, and then we can go back and break it up a little bit. So if you bear with me, read with me here. Psalm 27, starts verse 1. says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom should I dread? When evildoers came against me to devour my flesh, my foes and my enemies stumbled and fell. Though an army deploys against me, my heart will not be afraid though a war breaks out against me. I will still be confident. I have asked one thing from the Lord. It is what I desire, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, gazing on the beauty of the Lord and seeking him in his temple. For he will conceal me in his shelter. In the day of adversity, he will hide me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Then my head will be high above my enemies around me. I will offer sacrifices in his tent with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Lord, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious to me and answer me. My heart says this about you. Seek his face. Lord, I will seek your face. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not leave me or abandon me, God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord cares for me. Because of my adversities, because of my adversaries, show me your way, Lord. And lead me on a level path. Do not give me over to the one of who the will of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing violence. I'm certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart be courageous. Wait for the Lord. You see, David was in a hard spot in a lot of places in his life. Um, one of those spots is he's in hiding constantly from Saul. Before he was actually pronounced king of Israel, he was hiding and battling for his life on nearly a daily basis against Saul, who was king of Israel at the time, and knew that God had reappointed someone else to be king in his place. And he knew that person was David, and he was jealous of God's attention to David. And so Saul chased him and pursued him and sought to kill him instead of seeking to build up God's anointing. Saul knew his time had run its course. And he was hoping that he could defeat David and hold on to his place as king. David, on the other hand, never once wanted to raise his hand against Saul. He never once wanted to kill Saul himself and because he respected God's anointment. God had appointed Saul as king. But God had also promised to David that you'd take his place and it'd be your line that lasts forever. 
See, Saul wanted his line to last forever, not David. That didn't go with God's plan. And so in all of David's youth, once Saul figured this out, David had turmoil and trouble and disaster all around him. He was hiding, he was running, he was fighting for his life constantly. There are multiple times that when you read the Old Testament, you find David had opportunities to kill Saul in his sleep and he didn't. He gave him warning, Saul, I was right here. I could have took you, but I will not touch God's anointing. And Saul still sought to kill him. Saul still stood against him. Saul still wanted David dead. The same David that Saul had basically raised as a son of his own, as a friend of his son, Jonathan. The same Saul who David loved as a father for some of his youth. Who served as his, as his king. David constantly trying to find his peace in all of this. He's constantly trying to find his security in all of this, his strength in all of this, his bravery, his courage. Because he knows God has promised that he'd be king. So he knew that Saul wouldn't be able to actually touch him, but he feared for his life nonetheless. When we go back and we read those first three verses, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom should I dread? When evildoers come against me to devour my flesh, my foes and my enemies stumble and fail. Though an army deploys against me, my heart will not be afraid. Though a war breaks out against me, I will still be confident. You see, David found confidence in the Lord. Without salvation in the Lord, without strength in the Lord. Even when the whole world is against you, there's salvation in the Lord. And that's where it's all got to start because you only get salvation in the Lord through Jesus Christ. And it may feel like the entire world is rising up against you, it may feel like you're in constant battle when you give your life to Christ. Because it, you are. Because the devil is working everything he can against you to try and bring you down, to try and stop you from going through with giving your life to Christ. And when he fails, he comes at you harder because he thinks in his mind, okay, I lost him over to Christ, but I can still make him stumble. I can make him be a stumbling block for other people. I can make him be a detriment to those He's going to try and preach to. And it's where you've got to pray and find strength in the Lord. It's where you've got to stand firm in your belief in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and find boldness and courage in the Lord. That's what David is trying to find right here when he's praying this psalm to God. Although all the armies are against me, Saul is after me. I'm confident to you, God. He doesn't stop there. He says, I have asked 
One thing from the Lord, it is what I desire to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, gazing on the beauty of the Lord and seeking him in his temple. For he will conceal me in his shelter in the day of adversity. He will hide me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Then my head will be high above my enemies around me. I will offer sacrifices in his tent and shout with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. You see, he sought God as his place of refuge. All these enemies are up against them. I'm going to go to God. That's where I'm going to find safety. That's where I'm going to find a stronghold that's going to protect me. Because when I seek out God, He embraces me. That's still true today. When you seek God in your adversity, He will embrace you. doesn't mean that you won't go through the trouble, you won't have heartache, you won't have strife, but you know that on the other side, you're still in the arms of the Lord. You're still in His stronghold. You're not going through any of it alone. You're not going through any of it by yourself. He will carry you through it. David knew that. And so he sought to live in God's house. He sought to be in God's presence. He sought to gaze on the beauty of the Lord. So quite often you find David at a temple. And it amazes me, Saul couldn't find David. He's at the temple. The people who were fighting with him ate bread from the altar. The priest fed them <coughs> their portion. They protected them because God told them to. He was at the temple. How could Saul not know where he was? It doesn't really make sense. But then again, it does because evil people aren't going to go where God is. They're not going to go looking for you where God's at. So if you need refuge from the things going on around you, go where God is. Seek out God. Seek out the Lord. Put your trust and faith in Him and He will provide refuge for you. No matter what's going on in our lives, we can find peace with God. It doesn't mean He's going to take the pain away, but He's going to help you through it. Then David writes in the psalm, starting verse 7, says, Lord, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious to me and answer me. My heart says this about you. Seek His face. Lord, I will seek your face. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not leave me or abandon me. God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord cares for me. How many of us have had those moments when we think God isn't even listening? Those moments come. I promise you he is. David had those moments. You know he had to have those moments. He was hiding in caves some of the time. The only people around him were 30 warriors 
God only knows what kind of lifestyle they were going through. Sometimes you feel alone even when you're with the people you love. Sometimes you feel like your own family abandoned you. It gives up on you. Sometimes you feel like God has given up on you. When everybody else does, he doesn't. He may be quiet. The teachers are most quiet during the test. They're still there, though. You see, when even the very people that you love rise against you or abandon you, the Lord still cares. He may be testing you. He may be letting you go through some things for what seems like you're all by yourself, but he's right there beside you. Reminded of the old footprints poem. At the end of it, it says, when you look back and you see one set of footprints, that's when I carried you. You weren't alone. Because those were the darkest times. Those were the hardest times. And when you look back, you go, there was only one set of footprints. He left me. And he says, no, those are my footprints because I was carrying you. See, during those times when God is using every bit of strength he has to carry you, it may feel like you're by yourself because he's being quiet. But he's there. And David finishes up. This particular psalm, in the next four verses, says, Because of my adversaries, show me your way, Lord, and lead me on a level path. Do not give me over to the will of my foes, or false witnesses, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing violence. I am certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong, and let your heart be courageous. Wait for the Lord. You see, when the world's against you, when everything else is rising up against you, there's one thing you can promise, you, you, you can count on, is God is there. You will see his goodness at some point. You wait on him. If you live a life consistent of his values, says, wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart be courageous. It reminds me of Joshua when he says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? God is telling us to be brave, to have courage through whatever's going on because I'm there and I will show you victory. God is our victory. He sent his son to pay the price that we can pay. He is our victory. He won the battle that we can't win because he is our victory. He is the reason we can stand firm and be brave. 
You see, we're in a hostile world. We face adversity and strife, trouble, turmoil, hardship, disappointment. Maybe on a daily basis. Because we can only see so far. We're limited by who we are. We're limited by sin. We're limited by the worldliness that's around us. We can only see so far. So we're so easily disappointed. We're so easily troubled. We're so easily put into anxiety. Because we can only see this far. God sees everything. God sees all eternity. And that's why he's always there. Because he knows what you're capable of. He knows what you could do for other people around you. See, God is our salvation. It's what we need. It's how he identifies us. And he offered that through Jesus. Salvation. Redemption, grace, mercy, love, all comes through Jesus. And that's how he identifies us as his when we accept that. He's also our refuge in times of trouble, times of strife, when things are getting hard. He's our resting place. He's our stronghold. He's our fortress that we can run to. The whole world is telling us about people need safe spaces for their emotions. He is our safe space. And he's all that we need. He's also our caregiver. Because he is the place that we can go to when we feel alone. He is the place that we can go to when we feel like nobody else is there for us. He is. Even if we feel like he has given up on us, we can count on his presence when we actually most need it. It's also our strength, our victory in battle. So believe it or not, as Christians, we are constantly in battle. We are constantly fighting the devil and every tactic that he has. And he uses every means Necessary. He does not fight a fair fight. There is no such thing as a fair fight, especially when it comes to the devil. So we have to trust in God, or we will lose that fight. He is our victory. He is our strength. He is our courage. He is the one who will carry us through every battle that we face in life. God gave me this message to tell each and every one of you, no matter what you're facing, be brave. Don't rely on your own brevity. Don't rely just on your own courage. But rely on His. You need rest unto Him. You need strength unto Him. More importantly, we all need salvation and redemption. Run to him. That's where it starts. 
and the Lord Heavenly Father, thank you for the blessings of this tent. Thank you for being our stronghold, our safe place, our, our caregiver, our strength. Thank you, most of all, for offering sacrifice for our salvation. For coming here and dying for us and defeating death for us. Give us the strength and the courage to say, God, forgive me. Give me the strength and courage to carry out your will. Carry us out from here so that we can share that message with other people, that we can tell them when they say, how come you're so strong? Say, I've got Jesus. I couldn't do any of it without Jesus. I couldn't care for anybody around me without Jesus. I couldn't love anyone without Jesus. I couldn't live without Jesus. Jesus is my strength. He is my victory. Lord, give us the strength to carry that message out with us. Lord, I ask that you touch the hearts and minds of everyone here so that they can feel your presence and know that you are with them. Know that you are carrying them through whatever hard times they might be facing. Would you please just be with us in this dark and weary world? I saw this in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.